Hey, everybody, this is Mandy, and I always need a vacation to recover from my vacation. Hey, y'all, this is Ollie, and you know ice cream with all the fun, crunchy stuff like almonds, chocolate-covered bunnies, and caramel ripples? Yeah, I eat around the plain stuff, get to the necessary goods, and leave a trail of destructive vanilla in my path. I'm a proud monster in this regard. And this is the Mandy and Ollie podcast. Podcast. You search for guys with the most things. Daddy ran away, left your mama with the keys to the Mustang. Yeah, keys to the Mustang. How are you doing on this fine day, Mandy? I am busy, booked and busy. Is that what they say? Oh, oh, that is what they say. Okay, you part of day now. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm in the day. <laughs> How does it feel to be booked and busy? Are you also blessed? Isn't it booked, busy, and blessed? Holly Faye? Booked, busy, and blessed. Um, oh, I would nice. say I'm also blessed, yeah. Okay. I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. Okay. All right. All right. I hear you. How about you? I'm okay. Today has been kind of like up and down, and I'm usually used to having my week being up and down, so having it all in one day has been very interesting. Lots of lies, lots of lows, and I'm like, I've only been awake for like eight hours. What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Right now I'm on a high, though, especially when I since I'm talking to you whenever I talk to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. I was going to say, yeah, let's hope it stays uh, high for the podcast. Because that'd be real interesting if it just took a dark turn all of a sudden, right in the middle. <laughs> it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like, like that sometimes. Okay, so what's on your docket for today? Uh, what do you want to start with for your goals? Sorry. Yeah, I can hit you with this goals information real quick. I haven't oh. worked out. <laughs> it's real bad. Straight, it's real, real bad. <laughs> yeah, like... I was feeling good, as good as I could for someone that doesn't like to work out. Like, I was like, okay, I'm doing this pretty consistent. I don't know if I'm seeing real results yet, but I feel like I could see results. And now I haven't worked out in, uh, like, a week or more. So I'm like, ooh, got to get back to that because I could very easily fall back into the I'm not working out (laughs) at all. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel you. Have you thought about it, or have you just not had time, or are you just not feeling it right now? I haven't had time, and I haven't been feeling it. So it's like if I don't have, I would say, a good amount of time, extra time, like, to do it, um, it makes it even more difficult for me to be motivated to take a, even a little bit of time to do it. So because I've been so busy and, you know, booked and blessed, I'm just like any little bit of space in between the things I have going on, I don't want to fill it with working out because that's not something I actually like to do. So I just have just been kind of sitting and resting, you know, like getting extra sleep, if anything. But, yeah. I feel you. I myself have started working out more since, yesterday or two days ago maybe three days ago I don't know and it's just not been fun (laughs) it's not (laughs) an activity that I really enjoy and I can really feel it in my body and it's not something that I see immediate results with either usually if I'm doing cardio for like an hour after like a day or two my 
mixed tighter, my legs aren't as jiggly. For this activity I'm doing, like, my butt just hurts all the time. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. I'm going to start taking my measurements to hopefully, like, motivate me some. So my measurements and my weight and just keep track of that for the week and see what happens. Yeah, we were doing something like that at work. Um, we'd done the measurements. And there's a scale at the office to kind of keep track of if we're losing weight. But um, I don't like the scale. So I was kind of just going to get an idea of where I was at. To just be like, all right, whew, okay, this, this is the reality. <laughs> and then I never felt motivated to go back. Um, and when I did go back, it looked like I gained weight. So I was, like, really confused because I'm like, I've been working out. What you mean I gained weight? Um, and then I haven't done the measurements again, but... Again, if I gain weight, for all I know, my measurements went up too. So I'm just kind of trying to go, again, through the motion of, like, being consistent about it and making sure I'm getting regular exercise because it's good for me, not because I have any desired results I'm trying to see. Well, that's nice. I think I need a desired result. So I was talking to another friend, and she was just explaining, like, when there's a trip coming up, that's when she's like, all right, let me get into my workout groove. And I'm like, well, maybe I need something coming up. But then I thought about it. I was like, no, because this last trip, when I took a trip for um, my friend's birthday, I kept saying, oh, I'm going to get some fitness going. I'm going to be tight and everything in my little blue mesh bodysuit. And I didn't. I just ate. (laughs) (laughs) I just ate. I had an end goal. So that doesn't help. It honestly has to be something I like to do. And even then, that doesn't mean I'm going to consistently do it. So I exactly mind over matter people. Kudos to y'all. Yeah, because even like, um, you know, I go to dance class sometimes. I haven't been to dance class in a super long time. And then even this week, I'm like thinking about it. I would like to go, but I'm supposed to have dinner with my mom and the only day that we could do it is Friday which is the day that we go to dance class so, so I wouldn't suggest like dancing on a full stomach <laughs> I mean it's literally going to be like at the same time so I can't really do both okay so for my goal updates I know I've been describing how I wanted to be more organized and whatnot. So I went out and bought another calendar because the first calendar I bought and I discussed was it, it looked very pretty and it was erasable, but it's like you had to put in extra work to erase stuff and you have to number stuff. And I was just like, no, I'm going to need like a basic dry erase board. So Big Lots had a sale, like 90% off, like a lot of stuff. So I popped in there, got me a dry erase board and put it on the main door. So like it's there. I can't run away from it. If I'm leaving or coming or going, I'm going to see it. So mm-hmm. I was able to put that up. And the friend that I was trying to help, like, with her goals, which is one of my goals, she went ahead and got a new job. So congrats to her. So just want to shout out her. Yeah, that's great news. Everybody yeah. working as they want to work, getting their money. Mm-hmm. Yup, yup. Okay, let's get to the meat and potatoes. What's on your docket? 
Meat and potatoes being this is a safe space or meat and potatoes being main topic? Listen, I think I'm just very excited today. (laughs) (laughs) When I said I'm on a high, I'm on a high. I'm all over Mm -hmm. the place. Apologies. So what do you have for this is a safe space? Okay, for this is a safe space, I might have already talked about this a little bit, but I am partially in a don't feel like nothing uh, time in my life. It started off as I don't feel like cooking, and now it's like I don't feel like cooking, I don't feel like grocery shopping, I don't feel like going (laughs) to get gas for my car, I don't feel like doing much of anything, really. It's like a whole bunch of I don't feel like. Last night, I was eating something that one of my people left like a frozen dinner in my um, freezer. So I was like, all right, cool. I don't technically have to cook this, but it said to preheat the oven. When I came home from work, I turned the oven on. Mm -hmm. And then I went to my room. Two hours later, I was trying to figure out why my (laughs) AC kept kicking in. Because as you know, I don't really be turning my AC on like that. So I was like, why does it keep coming on? Like the, why does it think the house is so hot? I'm in here. I'm not hot. And then I was like, ah, oh, snap. The oven's still on. Nothing was in it. The thing that I took out was still sitting on the counter uh, waiting to go in the oven. So then I, I was like, okay, I got to put it in the oven. And now that has to cook for an hour. It was just like, oh, Lord, like, I don't even feel like paying attention long enough to put something in the oven after the oven preheats. And then by the time, like, it cooked, I didn't I didn't feel like eating it. I was just like, <laughs> and it's not like I was snacking in between time. It's just I don't feel like doing nothing, whether it's even eating. I don't feel like drinking half the time. I don't feel like getting up to get water, to make sure that I'm hydrated. I'm just in a period of I don't feel like. And it's interesting that I am busy or more busy than I usually would be because it's like I think that might be adding to me not feeling like doing anything that I don't have to do, anything extra. But I'm also just like, uh, I almost don't feel like doing anything extra either. Uh, which asked me wanting to take a vacation. I'm just like, I don't feel like doing nothing. Like, I might need to take a day off. <laughs> That's funny. You and I have definitely talked about and discussed how eating itself is a chore. And then you're right, drinking is a chore. Making the food is a chore. I always find it funny that when it comes to recipes and instructions, like, for rules and stuff, I feel like I follow them to the T. But when it comes to recipes and instructions, I might change things here and there. And unless it's a frozen pizza, if it says preheat, I'm putting whatever I'm about to cook in there. And while it's preheating, it's going to start cooking. And then, you know, when it's done, it's done. So it's funny to me that <laughs> you left that out. <laughs> I mean, typically, yeah. <laughs> I don't always follow, like, preheat instructions either, but... I think this, I don't know why I did it this time. I just turned on the oven and left and forgot about it until two hours later. Like, I was just like, dang, my gas bill, my, de- uh, my gas bill is going to be so freaking high. Like, But this is like a pattern, like your baked potatoes that you leave. So maybe you should. Yeah, but the baked like, potatoes, I, I put the baked potatoes in the toaster oven. So whenever, 
it's done. Oh, it's like I'm oven, not worried oven. about it. I thought you I used the oven oven. Uh-uh, nah, the oven maybe. oven. Uh uh. Which means I also could have set my house on fire. Like, <laughs> yes, that's why I thought it was just toaster oven. They're lucky I didn't fall asleep. Hello? Would have been a wrap. Wouldn't hurt the pot no more. <laughs> I mean, of course, your life is important too. <laughs> yeah, but then you would have had to go on social media. I would have been like, sorry to say that the MO podcast is over because Mandy up and killed herself for getting to turn off her dang oven. Right. That would suck. Suckity suck, suck. So, do you feel like you need a vacation to just kind of reset, or do you think this is. Well, I'll I'll interject my interjection. I feel like because we're getting older, we're we're going into that I don't care phase. And I've heard that people hit it at 30. I've heard people hit it at 75. I've heard people hit it at, like, 22 sometimes. And it's just like, I don't know if we'll be getting out of that phase anytime soon or if this is just how it is. Like, I don't care, and this is the wave I'm riding until I die. <laughs> like, so do you think you need to reset with the vacation, or do you think it needs to be just something, like, new, brand new that you decide to do? What do you think you need? Yeah, I'm hoping that a reset will work. <laughs> That's why I'm like, maybe I just need to take a break, because I don't really want to be in this mode for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even think I know how that will work for real, but... I'm hoping, because there's some things that I did use to like to do. Like, it's just been weird. I went to the grocery store to pick up things, but none of the things were for myself. So it was like, once it was the end of the week and I was like, oh, snap, I don't really have any groceries. I was like, no, I'm not going back to the grocery store. I already was there this week. I don't feel like going back. <laughs> Who cares? I didn't pick up anything for me. It don't matter. I'm not going back to the grocery store. It's just like... <laughs> Things that are kind of nonsensical. I don't know. Mm. I'm hoping that it doesn't last forever. That could be my new goal is to track that. (laughs) Right. That could be a new goal. Something Mm. else. I feel like a lot of people frown upon some of these services because of pricing and whatnot. But when you start weighing things you don't want to do and convenient, Um, I'm telling you guys, these people that will go shopping for you, that will deliver your groceries, or even if you order, like, hard goods or non-perishables from Walmart or Target or whatever online and it's free delivery after $35, how do I know this? Because I just do. I'm just telling (laughs) you it will save you time. It will save you gas. It will save you headache. It will save you line waiting time. It will save you searching time. It will save you listening to toddlers and children's Scream and whine and moan. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. It'll save you just a lot. I'm just saying just to try it. And yeah. the delivery services are more expensive, like Instacart and stuff like that, but they offer trials. They offer promo codes. They offer, offer discounts. And I'm telling you, it's like so worth it. It's worth it in the end. But on the upfront, it might seem more expensive. So I think it's worth looking into. Yeah, our mutual friend has been telling me to do Instacart because, you know, she would occasionally do it, Um, as in not just her receiving, but she would be a driver for Instacart. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. You didn't? No. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Surprise to me. (laughs) Surprise. Yeah. So, you want me to tell you? I'm going to take it out. I figure I know who. Okay, all right. Oh, that's not who I thought. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Nice. 
I wonder if they give her a discount. I didn't even think about doing that. Hmm. I feel like that's safer than, like, doing Uber and stuff like that because Instacart, literally, they come to my door, they drop it off. I don't have to sign anything. They're, like, receipts in the bag, and they head off before I can, like, try to kidnap them or something. So (laughs) you're putting your life literally in the hands of someone else. So that's interesting. Nice. Yeah. Cool. But so I might consider if I'm really just on a I don't feel like it type of day, but I kind of mm-hmm. bounce around between different grocery stores typically. Okay. So that's why I'm like, I don't imagine doing Instacart because I'm like, I feel like I would have to send them to one place. And I'm like, well, I get this thing from this place and this thing from that place. Mm-hmm. And yep. So that's part, probably part of the reason why I don't feel like doing it now. Exactly. And I, I had to kind of unlearn that kind of behavior. Even when I'm like, okay, if I go to Kroger, this bread is $2. But if I go to Walmart, it's $1.50. So let me drive to Walmart instead. And it's just like, well, Walmart is two or three miles further than Kroger. And what you waste in gas and time and only having three lines open is not worth it. So it's like I just kind of had to tell myself like it's okay that you're paying two dollars more for this or a dollar more for this or 50 cents more for this because this store is literally within walking distance the other store you have to get in the car open the garage close the garage garage not closing walk out in the car <laughs> go closer to the garage get back in the car <laughs> you have to do so much so uh, i am for team convenience when when it's affordable and when i have promo codes <laughs> So, yeah. So, speaking of this is a safe space, my topic is actually frugalness, which is the opposite. (laughs) 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 But it's it's still relative. So in general, I'm a very frugal person. Like I'm in the couponing community. I'm in the, oh, there's a sale. There's a deal. It's not really a sale unless it's like 90 something percent off. And let me monitor this price. Last week, y'all had it at this. Y'all are going to price match A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Like that's me when I'm like really in my bag. That's me. But recently I took a trip (laughs) and I was trying to be frugal, but also not. I'm the person that's usually like, I'm sure like everyone, you sort high to low instead of like newest in or trendy or whatever, whatever, most selling or whatever. But when it came to my plane trip, I wanted to not worry about anything. Usually I take like two, three transfers. I'll, you know, get there next day air, next day morning, whatever it is, just to save like $100 or to save $80. And this last trip, I just honestly didn't want to do it. I didn't want to put up with it. And so I said to myself, I'm going to fly X airline, this airline instead. And I decided it, and I was on the phone with Mandy, and I was <laughs> I was supposed to be booking that more expensive flight, and then I found myself like, oh, well, I can take this mystery flight. It'll save me $100, and then I might get there next day, or it's only one transfer, like trying to bargain with myself. And I just, to wrap it all up, I want to encourage you all to treat yourself at times as well as you can be a frugal person, but when it comes to, again, convenience and using your time the best way you know how, then if it's an extra $100 to get there safely, not have to worry about space, not have to worry about snacks, you see your free movies, your free TV, um offering all this just extraness and extra two or three bathrooms, leg room, and just <laughs> peace of mind, 
if you get all of that, all the things that should be on all the airlines already, then I think it's worth it to pay the extra $100 and just be on your way because you waste time, like I did, looking stuff up, trying to bargain, trying A, B, C, D, E, F, G, transfer here, transfer there. It's just, it's a lot. So to people that are in the frugal community with me, I just want to encourage you all to sometimes you can splurge on yourself or sometimes, you know, you don't have to, like, pinch pennies, especially if you don't have to pinch pennies. Don't feel like you have to on every single thing. That's my rant. <laughs> Uh, so many things I wouldn't say to this. I know. I didn't give you a chance. (laughs) No, it's no problem. Um, I was on the phone with you when you were buying (laughs) the tickets, and it was really confusing at points because you kept talking about tickets, and I'm like, I thought you already bought the other one. You're like, no, I haven't purchased it yet. And I'm just like... But we decided 30 minutes ago that you were going to buy this this, one, this simple but more expensive one-way ticket. And you're like, but what, is, what if I do this option? I'm like, you really want to take those kind of risks? Like, I don't <laughs> – I, I look at myself as being somewhat frugal. I know I'm not as frugal as you, but I also – just kind of care about convenience and comfortability in a way that I'm like, I don't want to be bothered. It's probably that I don't feel like it me. <laughs> it's probably been there all along. But I'm just like, I don't feel like hop, skipping, and jumping from yeah. this plane to that plane if I don't have to. Like, yeah. Or I'm not going to do it going and coming. Like, I'm, I'm going to do it one time or the other. If, if I have to do a transfer coming, I'm not doing one going back and vice versa. Um, so with that point, how was this flight for you? Like how was the experience of just getting on the plane and getting off and being at your destination? <laughs> it was so peaceful that I felt like something was wrong. Like I was waiting for security to stop me and frisk me. I was waiting for them to check my hand for gun residue. Like these have all happened <laughs> on other airlines. <laughs> like I was waiting for them to just do something or to tell me that something was wrong or that like, you know, like, okay, these carry-ons are fine. I technically had like three carry-ons. Nobody said anything to me. <laughs> oh yeah. So it was just, it was just, I mean, we could say the airline, but they're not paying us to say it, but it was a, it was a nice airline. Y'all know, y'all know, y'all know what airline it was. It's, and it's so, the airline that most, like, well, not most people, but a lot of people say, like, is their standard. Like, oh, I would never fly yes. anyone else, or I would always choose this airline. And for me, I'm like, they cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if you have the choice to have them, they're never going to be wrong. But they also, I guess they feel like they're, they pay you pay for your experience and the value that you're getting and for so a lot of times i'm like i don't need to be that that valued <laughs> i don't i don't need to be valued right now it's not worth it <laughs> you ain't got to value me you can treat me any old kind of way i just need to get to where i'm going <laughs> I feel that way about, like, the other airlines I've flown. It's, it's, it's a stark difference, you guys, especially for me. Like I said, I've there's been one time before where I did three transfers just because it was the cheapest thing to do. And it's, 
like Mandy said, it's a hassle. Maybe I don't feel like getting off the plane. Maybe I don't feel like finding my road back. That's the other thing. A lot of these places are like, oh, you can just stay in your seat. You're, we're going on to the next destination. Then after everybody gets off, they're like, everybody off the plane. And I'm like, you just said I can stay in my seat. <laughs> so, like, I, I appreciate it feeling pampered. That just could be because I'm used to being treated like trash. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's like I the like girl who's never like been on a good date before. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that like, the quid, so. he bought me popcorn and bunch of crunch. <laughs> like, what? Your man don't usually buy you popcorn and bunch of crunch. Well, nowadays but it costs like $50. He got dollars, large. Right. Oh, you got money. He didn't ask me to go Dutch. He ordered something in a water. He got a fountain drink and some wine. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was definitely like that, but with flights. I'm okay with dates and stuff, but it was definitely like that, but with flights. It was crazy. Yeah. It was the person who was supposed to sit in the middle of us never came either, so we, like, put our stuff there. It just felt like – it just felt completely different. And they haven't converted me. I'm not like, oh, I'll never fly another airline again. But I'm yeah. like, I can see. I can see what the hoopla is about. I can see it. Like, if I was in a tight crunch – because I'm about to fly them uh, this year but um, for a different event. But if I'm in a – I need, like, a critical thing. Like, I have to get there. I need this to be set in stone. They would be probably, like, one of the first people I pick because mm-hmm. they, they also partner with a bunch of other airlines, so it's usually, like, if there's some kind of delay or something, they're quicker about giving you more options to get to wherever it is you need to get to. Okay. Like, you probably won't be stranded. Stranded, Except for that one right. time. <laughs> but I can believe that this specific airline wouldn't leave you high and dry. I believe, like, mm-hmm. somebody from their customer service team would come up to me and, like, hi, Miss Ollie, uh, <laughs> and just, like, be helpful. <laughs> like, I don't see that. And, I mean, like, I've flown the worst of the worst, you guys. I flew Spirit one time, said I'd never fly them again, and then flew them again. So I'm <laughs> just letting you know. That's the kind of frugal person I am. <laughs> I did that too, but the second time I flew Spirit was because I had very little options and they actually came for me in the clutch. Like I originally was supposed to be on a different airline and Spirit ended up being my saving grace. And I'm like, who the fuck? Spirit, helping the sister out. They still was, you know, charging you for that stupid stuff like your luggage, but <laughs> for your carry on luggage. Carry on but. luggage. So, yeah, again, just want to encourage you guys, you can be frugal, but you don't have to be fr- You don't have to be frugal all by yourself all the time. Should we talk about the person that says that line? Because he's having an interesting If you'd week. like to. If you'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you, I'm you want to talk it about right it. Now and, and this is a safe space? Or you want to give uh, them your underappreciated award? Well, I don't know if I want to give my underappreciated award because <laughs> the jury's still out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a lot going on there. <laughs> what right. if we just said who it is, but we don't talk about them? So we just let the audience figure out how they feel about it. <laughs> okay. We can do that. We can do that. All right. 
So the person that we're referring to that says the line that Ali just quoted, um, you don't have to be strong all by yourself, is Malik Yoba. Yep. Yep. That's him. And he's been having an interesting week because... <laughs> I thought we weren't going to talk about it. <laughs> oh, I thought you said you wanted to talk about it, but okay. Nah. I see. What's going I, on. Just, I see. I see. <laughs> All right. I got we you. Just, yep. We just say, you know, everybody knows, everybody that knows what's going on with him, y'all know. And then if y'all yeah. want us to talk about it, maybe you should hit us up in the comment section, like we've been mm-hmm. asking you to, or send yeah. us an email, like yeah. we've been asking or, you to. <laughs> <laughs> or DM, like we've requested you and again, we get verbal feedback all the time, but it would be nice to see some written support or, you know, written questions that we can answer for you guys. It's nice. Yeah. We accept all mediums of communication. We really do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm hungry. Let's get to the meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> What's your main topic for today? My main topic, I put it in the main topic, not because it's main topic worthy, but because I didn't know where else to put it, which is okay. I got a problem with chargers. Phone chargers, computer chargers. I don't know why they don't want to work like they need to. You know what I'm saying, fam? Like, particularly phone chargers, they lose their connectivity in the area between the piece that's supposed to connect to your phone and stay like sturdy. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they decided to get limp. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody want nothing limp. <laughs> that's not ooh. cool. And I, ooh. I'm just, and I, <laughs> it's just very, very frustrating. So then you have to buy a new one. But um, an additional problem that you have with phone charges as well as with computer charges is when they start to unravel and the wires are exposed. So now it's mm-hmm. dangerous to use. Yep. But she go use it anyways because who's got time to be buying new new chargers? My issue with chargers, specifically phone chargers and computer chargers, is that, like, you, you're right. You have to constantly replace them. So it's like, okay, well, let me just get this charger from, like, the dollar store or something. That's not going to last long. Okay, let me go buy a real charger. Y'all want to charge me, like, $10 for the official phone charger? And I'm like, no, I'll just buy 10 of the $1 ones until it's time to upgrade. That's what I'll do. (laughs) (laughs) That's the frugalness in me. Y'all got me messed up if you think I'm going to buy this good quality charger for $10 and only get one. And it's frustrating. The thing that bothers me or makes me feel unsafe, like you said, exposed wires, but sometimes I see like where there's a bending area and it looks like it's been on fire or it's been burned Mm. or it's just overheated Mm -hmm. and I'm like what are you doing (laughs) little bendy area what are you doing to the charger and what are you doing to my computer that you have these brown scorch marks on you like I don't understand is the current too strong do you just not like your job like what's going on yeah, or if I buy, like, an extra long charger, like, there's a period when that was really popular for me because, you know, you buy the extra long one so that you can have your device plugged in um, by wherever the outlet is, but you also be comfortably sitting or standing or wherever it is that you need to be because it's not actually close to where the outlet is. 
But like you said, they deteriorate in the most random places. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it doesn't, you don't get the value of this extra large charger that you just paid for because you still have to kind of go back to being in that corner to make sure everything is connected just perfectly in order for it to charge. Like it's the most <laughs> asinine thing. Um, right. And then chargers are getting, honestly, almost as expensive as like the devices. Like I bought a new computer charger mm-hmm. and um, there was like a universal one and then one just for my laptop type. And both of them were like dang near $100. That's my type. They were like below $100, but it was like basically almost $100. And I was just like, for what? I didn't. (laughs) But but I use my computer every day, so I'm just like, I felt held hostage. Yes. Like you have no choice. (laughs) No choice. You need this and you need to charge it. So cough up mm-hmm. the coins. Give me the yams. Mm-hmm. Hand me them pebbles. Where's the cheese? That's mm-hmm. another word for money. Give me the cabbage. Dinero, dinero, dinero. <laughs> no Robert. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah, Robert De Niro. Frustrating. I like Rob. Um, He's all right. He's a good actor. I don't want to lie. He's a good actor. <laughs> I haven't seen yeah, He's a good actor, but you're not as much a fan. I mean, he's old now. He just goes around owning, um, what's that, restaurants? Nobu. I think he's a part owner in Nobu. <gasps> I did not know that. But you say it like old people don't work. Like the expendables, one, two, and three. Hello? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But some of them got to go back to work and some of them don't, like Robert De Niro. <laughs> okay, let's pause right there. Which people in the Expendables do you think has to go back to work besides Wesley Snipes? Wesley Snipes is in the Expendables? I thought he was in the third one. Let me I see. think that was Terry Crews, but I no, can't be sure because I didn't watch any of them. Oh, I was about to what? say, I didn't watch any of them. And he's not even old enough to really be in the Expendables. But honestly, I think that uh, Sylvester Stallone had to go back to get some more money. What? Yeah, what's the nice was in the third one. Sylvester Stallone uh, is rolling in the De Niro. Oh, yeah. De Niro, De Niro. I think he used to could have been, but I think it ain't. it's not what it used to be. I, especially... Because I think The Expendables came back out before Creed did. So I think when Creed came back out, it gave him a new a new lifeline. You think so? Oh, yeah, because Rocky, the Rocky movies are like his most famous movies. Yeah. I would agree. I just feel like every time I've seen him, I'm always like, man, he's aging. Well, Rambo, his Rambo movies, he's got like five or six of those, too. But every time yeah, I see but, him, I'm like, go ahead. I was going to say, like, even that, he's doing a new Rambo movie. Why? Right. You're too old to be playing Rambo. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Like, he's so much older, and he's just not one of those actors who I who I grace, who I want to see age on film. He's just not that for me. 
Like, I don't mind seeing Jason Statham age. I don't mind seeing Ted Cruz age or uh, even Robert Nero. I don't mind seeing him age or even Jean-Claude Van Damme. I don't know why I like Jean-Claude Van Damme, but I do. It could yeah, I don't know why like either. All right. It could just be because <laughs> I'm into, like, kung fu and fighting movies and stuff like that. Oh, He's, okay, like, okay. one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> but even him, I'm like, he hasn't aged well, but I like seeing that he's still working. I don't feel any of those sentiments for Sylvester Stallone. I'm just like, why? Why? Well, why? he partially hasn't aged well because he had so much plastic surgery. And he had so much plastic surgery a, because he wanted it. I guess he thought it would help him look better. And B, because he was actually letting them hit him in the face in all of, in all of those movies he did, in all the Rocky movies, and every time he was doing his stunts and, like, Rambo or whatever else he did, he allowed himself to get jacked up. So his face, his face is just not going to be what it should be. But there's some people who are old that I am like, why are you still working? Like Morgan Freeman. You ain't made enough money yet, Morgan Freeman? I know you started later to the game than some of these other people, but you haven't made enough money yet to just sit your behind out. He or, has definitely um, made enough money. <laughs> that's what like I feel. I'm just over. like, yeah. Good, goodness. You're right. You're definitely right there. I don't. I don't know. My other thing is that, like, I know we love familiar voices, but how are new actors? supposed to break into the industry, mm-hmm. industry, whether it's, like, voice acting or, you know, romantic movies or action movies or anything, if y'all just keep seeing the same people, how are we supposed to get new, fresh blood into the streamline? I don't understand. Which is part of the reason I can't stand Samuel Jackson, <laughs> which we already talked about on the podcast, but <laughs> his ass the baby would need to stop. Stop making, stop, stop taking all the I roles. Like, stop taking all I the feel like he's not. I feel like a lot of people make roles for him. I don't even feel like it's mm-hmm. him going out for roles. They make roles for him. So that would be like mm-hmm. on the casting. That would be on them, not on Samuel. The directors are like, I want to work with Samuel Jackson. And I'm sitting here like, why? <laughs> but, <laughs> like they I'm not going to argue with you about this today. <laughs> I feel like... If okay, if I had to to say it may not be all on the blame may not all be on Samuel because like you're saying, if they are picking him, choosing to say that they want to work with him, they want him in these roles, they are asking him to do that, to do his Samuel type character behavior, to play Samuel on T V. And I guess they think people want to see that. I don't, but I don't want to see Samuel play Samuel every single time. I would like if he's going to be there to do something different. But I'd also like to not see him anymore. I'd like to let other people do other things. (sighs) He plays different things. Just a couple weeks ago, I watched um, Unbreakable and Glass and um, that other one. I forget the other one. But anyway, you know, where they're like superheroes. Yep, split. Look at you. Hot diggity dog. Yes. (laughs) And I felt like, okay, this is a different role. He's still kind of villainous, but still a different role. Yeah? No? Yay? I guess M. Night Shyamalan acts something different from him, but a lot of people don't even like M. Night Shyamalan movies, so. Right. And I can see why. But... (laughs) I'm not gonna attack him. He's created. A I didn't movie watch to, Glass. Okay. Oh, sorry. It was, I just, it was okay. Of, of the three you were talking about, I didn't. I didn't see Glass. 
so it was just basically a wrap up. You know, they were all in there, and then we find out. Spoiler alert! Wait, do you want to be spoiled? I'm okay with being spoiled. Okay, so basically, they all end up in a facility. They all get knocked out in um, the facility. They're trying to tell them you don't have superhero powers. You just have, you know, some mental. Uh, things going on or, you know, these are all circumstantial. Like, you're not really afraid of water. Let me spray some water on you. You not you don't really have a killer personality that's a monster that can climb on walls. Let me show you. You're not really, you know, just, just unbreak, this breakable villain, yada, yada, yada. Long story short, it turns out that the people working the mental facility were actually like this secret society group who knew that the powers existed and it was like, oh, well, we can't let them get out into the world because then people are going to think they have powers they can do stuff and they're gonna overthrow us so basically they all got uh, killed they killed all of them off bruce willis oh, Daniel Jackson, and magneto bruce no, professor the X, all got killed off huh yeah he oh, was he said professor were, x <laughs> yeah i fixed it i fixed it i fixed it they all james mcavoy yeah james mcavoy <laughs> Off. And it was just messed up. And was, I was just like, this is just really messed up. But Samuel Jackson, his cleverness, he'd already um like set it up so that the feed, like the camera feed for the facility was like displayed and projected to everyone, like all over the place. So they got found out and that's kinda how it ended with um Samuel Jackson's mom. Um, the woman that was kidnapped and split that got away because she came back and was worried about the guy. It was kind of crazy. And, I mean, she uh, should be. She was kidnapped. <laughs> no, she came back to, like, be nice to him and be helpful to him and stuff. I mean, <laughs> one of one – of, it was weird because it was, like, one of the personalities, you know, liked her. That's how she was able to right. escape. But then the other right. personality, the Beast, had – not pity on her, but saw like a kindred spirit or whatever. That's right. why he didn't kill her. But at the same right. time, I was just like, you are still <laughs> a monster. Right? <laughs> yeah, not a so, question. You can put a period. Okay, I'm like, you still a monster, my guy. Like, you still kidnapped and killed two other girls. <laughs> Regardless of if you didn't kill this one. Right. And they killed Grace. From my one of my favorite show skins, I was real upset about that. Mm-hmm. Like, why y'all kill Grace? Yeah, I knew I recognized her. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I kept looking at her, and I was like, I know you, I know you. But it wasn't enough for me to like go look her up because I was like enjoying the movie. I was like, I know you. We'll get back to you, and we never did. Yeah. She died. <laughs> right. The only girl I didn't recognize was the girl that lives. So now I just know her as the girl from Split. Like if I see her in anything else, she's gonna be the girl from Split. But I was like, dang, how you the only one get to survive? <laughs> no shade. I did. Rec- wasn't she the um, stepdaughter in Kimmy Schmidt? Is that not her from Unbreakable? Is that not um, the, the girl who lived? Yes, isn't that the girl, the awkward girl, Zena or Zena something? She could be. I've never finished Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, so I don't Um, know. Okay, never mind. Anywho, (laughs) it was a good conclusion. (laughs) I was sad that it concluded, but they made it seem like maybe Bruce Willis' son and Samuel Jackson's mom and the girl who lives might, like, I don't know, carry on a new legacy or start some kind of something. If they wanted to, they could have a spinoff, I'm sure, but... I mean, Split and Glass is already a spinoff because Unbreakable, the first movie, had come out like 15 years before the other two. Right, but it wasn't really a spinoff. It was more like a trilogy. 
Yeah, a trilogy that nobody that ever, that he said that he had for a while, I guess, but nobody was expecting because they was they had given up. They had given up on M M Night or as my friend calls him, Midnight Shyamalan. And uh-uh. um, <laughs> uh-uh. everybody had given up on Midnight, and then he came back with a couple of a couple of get-ems. A couple, just a couple. <laughs> <laughs> so yes I don't remember what the main topic was I was talking about phone charges <laughs> I don't know how we got here but I don't know how we either but I can appreciate it so just mm-hmm. segueing now we're going to talk about customer service and I just want to say that I can appreciate some good customer service when a company makes a mistake or a person makes a mistake and they can own up to it and I'm paying for a service, I can really, really, really appreciate the initiative and the effort to make it right. But when a company or a person does not try to make something right and I am not at fault, I am the person who will write a letter, send an email, click the chat now button, um, make a phone call. I am that person. I will do all four mediums and on the same day for the same issue if I need to <laughs> until I get a resolution for someone because, and I think you all should take heed to this, if you are paying for something, your hard-earned money, if you are paying for something and you expect a certain quality, then you should receive that certain quality. And if that expectation has not been met, then something needs to be happened. Something needs to be compensated. An apology needs to be given. Something needs to be fixed or rectified for the original order or process. So I'm all about that. So don't be like how I used to be, like, oh, it's okay. Oh, it's all right. Or even (laughs) recently I went to get my eyebrows started, and Mandy was there. And the lady was doing my eyebrows, and at first one looked really nice and the other one looked bad. And Mandy can attest to this. I said, I need you to work on this one, like the left one. And she kept saying, no, I'm going to work on the right one. And I was like, no, I need you to work on this one, the left one. And she was like, I'm going to work on the right one. So then the right one ended up being really, really thin. She gave me the final looks, gave me the mirror, and she said, do you like it? And I said, no. And she said, oh. And I said, "Mm mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I, I did this. And I said, mm-hmm, I know what you did. I don't like it. I asked you not to do what you did. <laughs> <laughs> so then at checkout, she um was like, oh, well, take something for free from the case. And it was like makeup and earrings. So I appreciated that. She tried to make it right. And so it was also weird because so the service was $10. I gave her 15 three five, so she can give me some change back, you know, so I can give her her tip. She originally kept the whole five. I was like, I need you to break that up. <laughs> right, like One, you just... know you didn't do a good job, but you thought you was going to get a 50% tip. Fam, get, run me my money. <laughs> run me my money. <laughs> you know, I was like, I need you to break that up. She's like, oh, oh. And that's the other thing. Don't play dumb with me. You come here all the time. People give you tips and money. You have a cash register. Don't play dumb with me. Break it up so I can tip you and be on my way with my one and a half eyebrow. <laughs> please and thank you so yeah don't be afraid to speak up and you can do it in a nice and polite way and get somewhere coming in there mad and upset and yelling at people isn't going to get you anywhere so come in there respectfully professionally let them know this is the issue and if you have a resolution in mind this is what i like to see happen or as close to this so that's my advice for customer service um, I work in customer service somewhat, so I do mm-hmm. like to try to give people the best version of customer service. 
But in a lot of regards, I don't feel like being bothered with folks. So sometimes <laughs> I don't, um, not me being the person giving the service, but I don't like to be bothered. If something happens that is against what I want, sometimes I don't feel like being bothered with them for them to fix it. So a good example of that, I think I might have talked about it on the podcast already, but I like Wendy's uh, strawberry tea drink. And I hate when I go to a Wendy's and I say, I would like the strawberry tea, and they give me a strawberry lemonade. And that happened, (laughs) I think, the last time I talked about strawberry tea. I went to Wendy's, and I was like, can I get a strawberry tea? And it's like, yeah, strawberry lemonade. I was like, no, 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 because sometimes they just give it to me, and I drive off, and I realize this isn't what I asked for. And I'm like, I don't feel like being bothered to go all the way back to get what I asked for, but you should, if I did, you best give me what I asked for, give me my money back, or, you know, like you said, really Give me the customer service. But the fact that you, I know you heard me say one thing, and you decided that you were going to change it to something else. That in itself, guys, is bad customer service. Don't let these people play you for them. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I know what you said, but I'm, it's more convenient for me, or we don't actually have this thing that you're asking for, so I'm just going to assume you mean this. Nah, fam, I know what I meant. <laughs> I know that I like the strawberry tea. If I wanted the strawberry lemonade, I would have said strawberry lemonade. Maybe I got to find the one Wendy's that still makes strawberry tea because I keep getting that they don't do that anymore, which I don't understand. You have the sweet tea. You have the strawberry syrup. Put them things together and give me what I asked for. But for some reason, it must not have been popular, so they feel like they can't do that no more for whatever reason, but y'all still got wild bear, random, whatever, um, available for people to drink. But you can't put the strawberry syrup and the tea together. Um, Bia, yeah, just, just don't, you don't have to accept whatever they put in your bag at the fast food line when you pay for something else. I feel like that's right. one of the biggest places where where those thing, type of things happen, and you're just almost like, I don't want to go back and deal right. with this BS. Yes. But yes. you can always call it in on the receipt. <laughs> yep, you can call it in. You can you can call the actual store. You can do the feedback stuff. Or also, I encourage you all, this is what I started doing. I check my bag while I'm in the drive through line because this line is going to be held up until I get the right stuff or until you guys say, oh, we messed up, pull into parking lot number one, two, three, four, about the door or whatever. So check your food before you leave because this can be avoided if you check your food and stuff before you leave. Yeah, I uh, we have a friend, she told me recently, she was trying to get a Baconator from Wendy's. I don't know why Wendy's is getting it today, but if they got to get it, they got to get it. Um, <laughs> she had ordered a Baconator from them, and she saw, you know, certain foods are wrapped. So her burger was wrapped, so she just assumed it was good. And then when she left, she saw that she just got a regular schmegula cheeseburger mm-hmm. and not a Baconator. And the person she was with asked her to check her bag until she looked in there and saw, I guess, what looked like all of the pieces of what was supposed to be in the bag. So she was like, yeah, we're good. And then when she she got back to where she was getting to and saw that it wasn't a Baconator, she was like, no, we're not good. But so I understand when it's like 
you think that you might have checked or whatever, whatever, but I don't know. You could have asked for no pickles and you didn't have yep. time to be checking or you could have yep. asked for pickles and, you know, someone has them hid under their tongue like in SpongeBob. <laughs> but <laughs> nice reference. <laughs> Thank you. But just don't be afraid to get what's yours and get what you deserve and call that customer service line, like Ali said. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay, Mandy. We're wrapping this up. I see the home stretch on the field with the footballs and the baseballs and the bats. Who and or what is receiving your underappreciated award <laughs> for today? Today is a what, and I feel like it's not really for me. It's for everyone that comes to visit my home Hmm. because I feel like this thing, they appreciate it more when they come to visit my home. And that is a microwave. My underappreciated word is going to a microwave. I ain't got a microwave at my house. (laughs) Can you tell the audience why? When I moved into my apartment, it didn't come with a microwave, and I made the conscious decision to get a toaster oven instead of a microwave because, in theory, microwaves aren't really good for you. They got the, the, you know, the electrical vibrations, I don't know, something in there ain't good for you. <laughs> so I made the conscious decision to just get a toaster oven. Now, there are a lot of people I feel like that don't even realize how much they use the microwave for stuff. And so they come to my house and they're like, because they know microwaves aren't good for you, but they're still used to just using them. And then they come to my house and they're like, how do I use this in in reference to the toaster (laughs) oven? Or they're trying to eat something real quick. And then they realize it's not going to be real quick because this is a toaster oven. So the whole thing has to heat up before it can heat up your food. Uh, the way you're used to doing it with the microwave. So um, while I feel like I can continue to go, and, oh, recently someone I know has moved into a new spot and said they bought a toaster oven because of um, having visited my home. And they were like, yeah, you always have a toaster oven. That inspired me to get a toaster oven, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't think you're going to make it without a microwave, though. <laughs> I was just be honest. I was like, even now in your in their fridge, all they had was like water. They um, <laughs> their fridge is just like top to bottom water, but didn't have like any food in the fridge. <laughs> and I'm like, so I feel so they they were like, I got a pot, I got a pan, I can cook. I'm like, yes, but I don't see you cooking, which means you are going to eat things that are more instantaneous, and even if you were to have leftovers because you did cook, you're going to want to eat it instantaneously. And they were like, yeah, how do you, they were like, yeah, I eat a lot of pasta. I don't know how to warm that up in the toaster oven. I said, well, that you you might have to warm up on the stove. Yeah. And they were like, huh, what? So I was like, yeah, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it without a microwave. It's not for everybody. That's a good point, though. I think we're so dependent on it at 
And it's it's crazy what you think about what we use to heat up, whether you're heating up like water or milk or your vegetables or your food or a heating pad or whatever. And Mandy is completely right. These little waves, like some of them take away like nutrients. Some of them create carcinogens. You think about how they say not to put foil and plastic and stuff in the microwave, but what's the thing holding your frozen dinner made out of? Hardened plastic. Like, so it's releasing certain chemicals and it. It does get me thinking, like, okay, I don't have a toaster oven. Maybe I should get one. I've been thinking about getting a hot tea kettle or a Keurig to heat up, like, the tea and to make hot water and stuff like that or other drinks. Oh, you don't uh, got a kettle? Do I have a kettle? I do I have a kettle, but one. I don't use it. I do. But oh. I, don't... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. How do you remember I have a kettle and I don't? <laughs> I don't know. I probably used it when I was at your house. But that's like Probably. even that. I can't imagine <laughs> using the microwave to heat water. I've mm. always used the kettle. Yeah. I guess I'll also think of it also in terms of when I turn on or the oven pot. or the stove, that's electricity, whereas mm-hmm. the microwave is kind of quicker electricity. So I'm thinking it's not going to cost as much. But in the long term, it's going to cost you your life. So you should think about that. <laughs> I should think mm-hmm. about that. <laughs> so I'm going to think about that. Yeah. Who's so. getting your underappreciated award today? Who or what? <laughs> so three young ladies from a movie that I saw when they were younger. I received my underappreciated Ooh, award. I want to guess. I want to guess. I want to guess. Ooh, I feel like it's not fair because we talked about this, but go ahead. <laughs> we did? Well, I, I was going to so. guess the McLean sisters. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let me reiterate, these three young ladies were young in the movie that I, came out a long time ago. <laughs> hey, and, the movie I was thinking about, they were young. Oh, no, no, no. So okay. this is going to Halle Berry, Vivica Fox, and Leila Rashawn. Oh, they, oh, not that young. <laughs> <laughs> like, they weren't, nah, even, they weren't that in their parents' eyes. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> from <laughs> They all um, were leading characters in Whitey Fools Fall in Love along with Lorenzo Tate, or is it Lorenz Tate? Lorenz Tate. Lorenz, mm. for some reason, My I always baby. Want to say Lorenzo Tate. Okay, all right. Anywho, uh, they just added that to Netflix, and Netflix has this account where they highlight black movies they're adding. I don't know if this is like for informational purposes or if they're just trying to get on the team or get a black card. Don't know why. But they always post, like, black movies we're adding this month. And that was one of the six that they were adding <laughs> this month out of the thousands. But let's focus on the positive. They are <laughs> phenomenal in this movie. They are so funny. The storyline is based on a true story. And if you look up the real singer and the real person, this like, he did die young. He went through all this stuff, like, drug use, being married three different times, air quotes on that because some of them were questionable. And if you look at his picture, he looks really, really young. He honestly reminds me of a fuller-faced, older Emmett Till. He just looks like this young, young singer guy. He looks really, really young. So I enjoyed rewatching that movie. I've been trying to do that a couple times a week, like rewatch movies that came out when I was younger that either I wasn't allowed to watch or um, didn't really remember. So I enjoy rewatching it. Yeah, I love Why Do Fools Fall in Love. Um, 
Partly because I do love Lorenz Tate, but like you said, those three women were also really, really good in it. That's mm-hmm. uh, one of the good works that I like Halle Berry from, because she got some stuff, not just Catwoman, mm-hmm. but she got some stuff that I'm just like, I could do without. <laughs> I feel like but a lot that, of people say that about Halle Berry, and I just, I'm not with it. <laughs> so you, you you enjoy her work? I think she is very underrated. Um, underrated. Interesting. I, yes. Okay. So this is what I feel like. I feel like in the beginning of her career, everybody was like, "Ooh, Halle Berry. She's sexy. She's fine. Halle Berry. Halle Berry." And then Babs came out, and people were questioning her. And then she got her Monsters Ball thing. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. And then Catwoman and Gattaca. Not Gattaca. Whatever that scary movie was that came out that I didn't see. People started questioning her again. And then I feel like she started taking like these boss roles, and everybody was just like, "Oh." It's Halle Berry. Like, shoulder shrug, uh, just Halle Berry. And I'm like, she has made so many different movies and played so many different characters. Uh, semicolon, however, comma, I am still hype about her last character in John Wick. Like, she kicked mm-hmm. butt. She did a great job. So I could just be riding that Halle Berry high. I will mm-hmm. just be, you know, transparent with that. <laughs> I think the issue that I have with Halle Berry, and it may not be completely her fault, but it's the roles that she is most known for are not the roles that are her best work. So it makes it hard for me to look at her and just be like, oh, Halle Berry, Halle Berry, because, you know, like Storm, while she is my original Storm, she ain't that good at it. Um, Catwoman, she's not good at it. Monsters Ball, I did not like the story of that film. Like, it was a very complicated film for it me was. to watch. It was. So I couldn't enjoy her work in it. Um, it makes me sad. Like, that's the film that had the first black woman in a lead role to win an Oscar. Yeah. But that's not Halle Berry's fault. Like, it's not that she, you know what I'm saying? So it's just yep. like a lot of the ones that she's known for are not what I would want her to be known for. And then, you know, she does have that stigma of being a beautiful, light-skinned, beauty queen woman, so that did allow her certain opportunities. So there are a lot of people that just feel like maybe she didn't earn her work as much as she should, but I do think she's a good actress. I just think a lot of her better films, like Why Do Fools Fall in Love, are not the ones that that people name drop first. Yo, the Flintstones. I loved her in the Flintstones with my man John Goodman. I love John Goodman. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. You're right. Some of her best work isn't necessarily some of the top tier that people just name right off the bat. I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. Oy vey. Does that wrap up the pod for today, Mandy? I think so. I don't know how long we've been here, but I think we covered all the parts. We've covered all the parts. We've been here for a little bit over an hour, about an hour and four minutes, according to the time. Okay. okay. That could so be chopped up and people... screwed. Yep. We've so been here for time. Not that they actually try to find us, but if right. somebody magically one day, someone else besides the two right. people In would like to contact us. In the distant future, <laughs> when people listen to the podcast and want to follow us, we are on it. We are on Instagram and Twitter at MNO Podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can also send us your questions 
and comments and all kinds of concerns, not just in our DMs at those two places, but also on Gmail, um, at our email, at mandyandolly at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Please be sure to continue to like and subscribe to the podcast so you can know whenever we drop a new episode. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's everything. I think that's all of it. Nice. This was fun. It was great talking to you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Your body made for Bye. And you take advantage of it every weekend. Every weekend. I heard some things. I heard some things. But I can't complain. Because I stepped to you and I asked your name. I came with game, tell me your name She said, Roxanne, then you look so familiar Yeah, you look so familiar Don't I know you from back when? Yeah, way, way back when